BGFF. I'm Lauren, the host of the Good Gluten-Free Grub podcast. Living with celiac disease has required constant adapting, and I am here to share how I live and love my gluten-free life and how you can too. I'm excited to be your new gluten-free friend. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Welcome back, gluten-free friends. Um, I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving for those of you who celebrate American Thanksgiving. Um, I I have a topic that I want to talk about today specifically, but before we dive into it, I just kind of want to talk about the things that I learned over this last weekend of Thanksgiving. And I know I preach that I'm always prepared and I can navigate social situations and Thanksgiving and things like that, but um, I just want to talk about a hiccup that I had and something that I could have done different to be more prepared to prevent like a mental breakdown um, and how I'm going to make changes so that come Christmas, I'm a little bit more prepared to navigate um, this the, this upcoming holiday again with my family. So I spent three days in my teeny tiny small town um, where my family lives and it's really hard for me when I go there. Um, there's nothing for me to eat there. There's no restaurant that's safe for me to eat at. Um, they have a Walmart and they have like a local grocery store that doesn't have a ton of options. Um, it's just hard. It, it, I have a lot of, um, food anxiety when I go to my parents' house. Um, there's a lot of people in the home. Like there were over 24 people at my parents' house this weekend and I'm the only one who has to eat gluten-free. And so it does make it challenging for me because there's kids running around eating gluten. There's crackers everywhere. There's muffins everywhere. Like it's just, it's a lot. And I, I usually am always prepared and I have all of my own things. And with Thanksgiving, you know, I did bring all of my own things so I could have my own separate meal that was all safe for me. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that it's still hard um, and it's still emotional and we are emotionally connected to food and to traditions. Um, so yeah, I had I had a difficult time and I did have a small little mental breakdown um, and I just want to talk about how I could have been more prepared. So um, the second night that we were there, we went bowling for a birthday party and at the bowling alley, you can order pizza and fries and um, snacks and stuff like that. And everybody ordered pizza, which is fine. Um, but because everyone ordered pizza, when we went back to my mom's house afterwards, like no one was planning on making dinner. So then we all got home from bowling and everyone had eaten and I hadn't. And so I'm hungry. Um, and I'd already eaten Thanksgiving and leftovers twice. So I just wasn't in the mood to have leftovers again and have the same meal for the third time, two days in a row, you know, um, with the Thanksgiving leftovers. So I just felt like frustrated and, um, I, you know, I should have been more prepared with another meal, um, whether that was a frozen meal that I could have just eaten or brought something with me. I kind of just thought I will just eat leftovers the whole weekend. But after seeing everyone eat pizza, I definitely had feelings of jealousy and just upset about the convenience that everyone else gets to have and the inconvenience that celiac disease causes on a day-to-day basis. Um, and so I ended up leaving um, my mom's and I was like, I'm just going to go see if I can find something to eat because there just wasn't anything at my mom's house. And like I said, it's all just fast casual or fast food restaurants in their town. Like I said, there's nothing for me to eat there. So I was just like feeling jealous. And so I ended up just going to Walmart and I bought a frozen pizza and I got the freshetta frozen pizza. Um, and I went back to my mom's house and I cooked that on some parchment paper, um, and ended up eating a whole pizza to myself. <laughs> And so I just wallowed in my sadness and ate a whole pizza. Um, And then I ended up taking like too much insulin for the pizza. And um, 
ended up going low. So then I basically pounded half of my chocolate silk pie that was still left over and ate like half a pie to myself. I was really in my feelings. Um, I had cried and I was upset. And so I'm just here to, you know, <laughs> let you know, that even though I do feel like I do a really great job at living with celiac disease, it doesn't still change the fact that sometimes I have a mental breakdown and that I'm like jealous and I have feelings of resentment and anger and it's still difficult. Um, so it does require more preparation. So I'm going to be more prepared for next time because when we go for Christmas, we're definitely going to be there for at least two days, if not three days. And so I just need to be more prepared with having backup plans and having food prepared, whether that's food that I bring myself or ordering some meals, like some meals that I can take with me. Or once I get there, going to the grocery store and getting some extra things just because things like that happen where I'm like, we weren't originally planning on getting pizzas while we were going bowling, but then we were there and all the kids wanted food. And so everyone just ended up getting pizza and I was, you know, left out. Um, so just, you know, just thought I would let you know that I'm in the same boat as you guys and I still struggle. Um, but if you experience something like that this weekend, being with family or friends and the food situation was hard and it was emotional, I hope that you learned something that you will do different next time with Christmas coming up and New Year's coming up and all of the other holiday meals that happen. Um, anyway, I just, you're not alone. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, okay. So let's move on to the topic of today. And, um, the topic of today is what is the difference between something that's gluten-friendly versus celiac safe? Um, so I recently went to breakfast at like a not 100% gluten-free restaurant. It's a breakfast joint um, here in Utah called True Religion Pancake House. And, you know, I had seen on the Find Me Gluten-Free app that they had gluten-free options. I have never eaten there, but I'm in like a gluten-free Utah Facebook page and I had seen things in there about this restaurant. So I'm like, you know what, we'll give it a try if I end up getting there and I can't have anything, you know, like that's fine. I, I've mentally accepted that I'll just go and I'm not going to eat anything, whatever. So we get there and they have something that says like gluten-friendly pancakes. Now, when you see gluten-friendly, what does that mean? What's the difference between gluten-friendly? Uh, what questions do you have to ask? So of course the waitress came and I just said, hey, I see that you guys do gluten-friendly pancakes. Can you go ask the chef um, or the manager and let me know if the pancakes, the gluten-free pancakes are cooked on the same flat top as the regular pancakes? She said, yeah, sure. Let me go check. So she came back and she said they are cooked on the same flat top. So that is gluten-friendly. Somebody who maybe has gluten sensitivity or has Hashimoto's or um, is just eating gluten-free for, you know, low-carb reasons. There's a lot of different reasons that people eat gluten-free that's not related to celiac disease and maybe they don't have to be as strict with cross-contact. So she said they are cooked on the same flat top. So I said, okay, well, we won't do the pancakes. And I said, can you please go back and ask if they cook the hash browns on the same flat top as the pancakes as well? So she went back and she came back and she said, nope, all of our hash browns are cooked on the same thing. Like all hash browns are cooked on the same place and it's not where the pancakes are cooked. Um, and we do our omelets separately in like a separate skillet and only omelets are cooked in that. And so I was like, okay, well I can get hash browns and an omelet. So I did end up getting hash browns and an omelet and it was great. And I didn't get sick, which is really awesome. That just reminds me that I need to leave my review on the find me gluten-free app. Don't forget to leave reviews at restaurants that you eat at. Cause it really helps people like me in this instance, where I was on the app before I ate there looking at the reviews. So don't forget to leave reviews on the app and share your honest experience because it's very helpful. Um, anyway, so I just kind of wanted to dive a little bit deeper into the difference between gluten-friendly versus celiac safe. So gluten-friendly typically means that a product um, 
or the dish is designed to accommodate those who are avoiding gluten, but it may still contain traces of gluten, right? Um, If something is gluten-friendly, it's typically the product itself is gluten-free, but it is cooked on the same flat top, the same waffle iron, the same fryer as something that has gluten. So it will contain traces amounts of gluten. We don't know how many traces of amounts of gluten, so it may not be celiac safe. It's always better to just choose to not eat it if it is on a shared equipment, shared fryer, shared um, preparation station, all of that. Um, Celiac safe typically implies that stricter measures have been like set in place to avoid cross-contamination and catering specifically to those who have celiac disease so that they avoid um, avoid the cross-contact. So for something to be considered celiac safe, it needs to ad- adhere to strict guidelines. So preventing cross-contamination where gluten products are, they are there. Um, this involves products, sorry, this involves um, using dedicated utensils, equipment, preparation spaces, making sure that the food is t- entirely free of gluten. Um, also making sure that the carefully sourcing that the ingredients are all gluten-free as well, and then testing and verifying that the process of the cooking is also safe for those who have celiac disease. So, um, you know, when you see a sign at a restaurant that says gluten-friendly options, it is very important that you ask the follow-up questions, um, that you ask the chef, that you ask the manager, that you ask, um, you know, whoever is preparing the food. If you don't feel confident with the way that your waitress or your waiter is acting, um, always get a second opinion. Ask if you can speak to the manager. Ask if you can speak to the chef because if you don't feel confident with the way that the the waiter or waitress is um, presenting the food or presenting like the way that they prepare the food, it's never worth the risk in my opinion. So after I was at that restaurant and I had asked the questions that I asked, she had gone back twice to ask the questions that I was asking her to ask the back. And she came back and she reassured me that this is the way that the food was prepared. I felt confident eating there. Again, I'm always taking a risk when I'm eating at a place that isn't 100% gluten-free, but I did feel confident with her confidence and her asking the question. So um, just make sure you know the difference. If you have celiac disease, you need to be following a strict gluten-free diet, avoiding cross-contamination as much as possible, taking all of the precautions, asking all the right questions. Um, I think that that's really common to come across a restaurant menu that says gluten-friendly. Um, and more and more restaurants are accommodating to that. Um, but gluten-friendly doesn't always mean celiac safe. So make sure you're asking the right questions. Um, I hope that you find this helpful. Um, I just wanted to do a short and sweet episode today and talk about Thanksgiving. And I just hope that, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm in the trenches with you. I'm, I'm trying to figure out and I'm trying to navigate and I'm having mental breakdowns and I cry about it sometimes. And you're not alone in the big emotions that come with living with celiac disease or eating gluten-free for one reason or another. So, um, I, I'm going to be taking a break for majority of December and that will end season one of the podcast and then we'll start back up again in January for season two of the Good Gluten-Free Grub podcast. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful for all of you being here um, and subscribing and listening. Please share the podcast um, with friends, with anyone you know who might need help living gluten-free or um, adjusting to a gluten-free diet. I would just really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on the Apple podcast app or on Spotify. Just hit five stars and just leave a brief note. I would love to know what you think about the podcast. 
um, I read all of the read all of the reviews and I read all of the ratings and stuff. So I would just love to hear what you think. Um, if you are interested in a one-on-one consultation, um, the link is in my bio on Instagram and TikTok, and it's also going to be here in the show notes. If you are feeling like you're really struggling with living gluten-free or you have a child who was recently diagnosed with celiac or another reason to be gluten-free and you just feel so overwhelmed, the one-on-one coaching calls are life-changing. I cater to the call 100% to your needs. I give you 100% of my attention, my education, my experiences, my knowledge for an hour, and then you have access to me as your consultant from that day forward, and I am here to help you hold your hand to give you all the information that you may need let's say you're at the grocery store and you see something that you're not sure about you can text me and send me a picture hey do you like this product is it worth the money like or can I send you a picture of the back of a product I'm just confused about the ingredients that's what I'm there for I'm here to be your gluten-free friend to be your coach um, to help um, guide you as you're navigating this new lifestyle. So, um, you can go to that link, you'll fill out a survey and then I will email you and we will get the ball rolling on scheduling a one-on-one consultation. They're $115 for the hour long consultation. But then after that, I am your forever consultant. So you have access to be in contact with me whenever you need, whatever you need. I am here for you. So, um, please be sure to, check that out, share it with anybody that you feel like might need help. Um, And I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. I would love to connect with you on my other social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok. My handle is at goodglutenfreegrub.